Fletch. Ask, ask Sporky what I should say first. Hey, Sporky, what should Garrett say to start the skit off? Fletch, tell Garrett that I'm not speaking to him. Um, Garrett, I need you to know that Sporky doesn't want to talk to you right now. Right, because the the podcast world split in two, so so we can't. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's it. Absolutely nothing to do with her pouting. Just just relay the message. Okay. Uh, Sporky Garrett really needs your hand on this one. Are you sure you don't want to add anything? Fine. I just want to add that it's all his fault. Okay. What what should I tell him to do, though? Um, tell him to say, Welcome to Going Digital, a Digimon Rewatch podcast. And he'll probably need to say where I'm Garrett. Gotcha. Uh, we're going to need you to say, Welcome to Going Digital, colon, things about the butt. All right. Ready to go? I'm ready. Ready? Let's go. The Digi-volution is up and running. Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know it was coming? Our Digi-destiny, it starts today. Let me hear you say Digimon. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Digimon, Digimon. <laughs> uh, welcome to Going Digital colon where sir cannot relay messages properly this is why you never let me be the middle man <laughs> carrot what's your name i'm shin carrot <laughs> and i'm sporky and i'm fletch and this week we didn't actually play any video games but we're gonna tell you about them anyway these get wild uh particular games are uh Digimon Adventure Tag Tamers and uh, D1 Tamers. I really want an anime of one, the other, or both. Yeah, and then we won't get into the last game, but it's the most fucking insane game that I've ever heard of, and I, I definitely want an anime of that. Yeah, I'm calling dibs on that now. Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, like I'm, I'm into this. Yeah. D1 actually has an English patch now. Huh? Well, it's that... incomplete. What someone told me. Oh, yep. I th I see that. Yeah. I might have to see if I can contact them because if they've already built tools for inserting text, I can probably just take this translation that somebody else made and put it in. Oh wow! D1 is just uh, just like a regular JRPG. Yeah, um, and then, so so Tag Tamers uh, also kind of got rid of the tactical RPG, and then they just stick with that the rest of the way. Hmm. Which is fine, because um, the tactical part wasn't that good. Yeah, it didn't matter too, too much. Um, so we're starting with Tag Tamers. Uh, it takes place after our war game. Um, so where... our war game happens in the opening. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so uh, Rio just like fucking panics because oh my god, the Digimon are back. Right. So so I Rio told is. You I'm not crazy. They're real. So yeah. Rio is visiting Ken, also known as Ken from O2, also known yeah. as the Digimon Kaiser, 
also known as the Digimon Digimon Emperor, because that's what Kaiser means in Japanese. Uh, yeah, so, so Ken doesn't know about Digimon at that point, but now he does? They, yeah. I think they later clarify... Uh, so, so O2 will clarify that after this adventure, his brother just kind of steals his Digivice. Oh, I kind of want more backstory on that. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'll have to check the timeline on that. But Everyone um, in these games seems to be an asshole. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I mean, Ryo seems fine. Yeah, kind of because he doesn't have a character. Well, yeah, he's being traumatized, so. We're tormenting you. <laughs> Uh, that joke brought to you by Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. Um, yeah, so so anyway, he sees uh, our war game happen, and then he sends an email like you do. Um, and then Vimon shows up on the computer and tells Ryo and Ken that they're going to be needed, and uh, Daisuke's Digivice gets given to Ryo. Yeah, he's not now... he's told this right now. He thinks he's a real boy for the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ken has an old-style Digivice. I don't know if that comes up in the game or not, but he does not have a D3 at this point. Uh, I'm sure it means they designed different menus for both sides of the... <laughs> no. Um, one of the weirder parts of this game that I think at least uh, I, as a person who played, you know, watched the dub growing up, uh, was not aware of is that by the time O2 starts, you're just supposed to know pretty much exactly what armor evolving is and what the Digimentals are. That's Cause interesting. Because they're all over the place in this game. What's a Digimental? Uh, the, the Digi-eggs they use to evolve. Okay. Like an elemental, but Digi. And also an egg for some reason. That's what I thought. I just didn't know how that... All right. Yeah, it turns into armor, and then you put armor on the Digimon, so the Digimon even become more Digimon than they were before. Yep. However, that's a different thing from when they changed into power. So this is just a season full of common riders. A little bit. Yes. Okay. Common uh, rider. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, we might we might need to Actually I think we've got an episode name. Alright. Um, so yeah, so they get into the digital world. Uh for now, Rio and Ken are hanging out together. Um and they go to a mountain where Dioboromon is, because I guess he's not dead. Well, like, he um, came back. Yeah. Um, but they waffle stomp him pretty easily, because he's not real. Um, and Millennium Mon turns out to be the bad guy again. Shocker. And it was all a plan, just to get Ryo here. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Um... Uh, so then he laughs evilly, that's an actual quote from our summary here, and causes the mountain to explode, and in the process rips the digital world into two separate pieces. Like you did. As you do. Uh, and then from then on, the, the game splits up where you keep having to trade back and forth at different points in the plot which Digimon you're controlling. Or okay, so I just realized two things about this. Yeah. A, we just invented GitHub. <laughs> We forced the digital world. <laughs> yep. Okay. And B, this is Dream Drop Distance. Yeah. Um, the only difference is that you don't get to control 
when you switch, because you just play through all of Ryo's part and then move on to Ken's part. But yes, this is 100% dream drop distance. Wow. Wild. Yeah. So so then does does Ken become the Keyblade Master and Ryo doesn't, and then and then Ryo gets upset? Well, yeah, that's why um, Ken becomes the Emperor and Ryo is just fan fiction. That that's that's what that's how that's how Dream Trap ended, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah only it's Riku also why has actually grown he, as a person, so only he gets to get a key. Yep, it's also why Ken gets to be the emo one. Okay, so so you get to be a Keyblade Master if you're the emo one. Uh, that sounds about right. Basically, you have to have touched darkness, and then they're like, "Okay, that's cool." So, so is is Riku just like the real protagonist of Kingdom Hearts? Actually, yes. he certainly should be. Uh, there's a lot in the lore to support that the key that Sora has is supposed to be his. Yeah, and in fact, that's just explicit. So, um, so Sora's key, the Kingdom key, is supposed to be Riku's. Yeah. Yes. That's Kingdom Hearts one. But Riku goes dark side, so unfortunately, that means it has to find a second host, and it goes for the only other human on the island still alive. Yeah. So then, so then Riku then comes back from dark side. And now, because he has the powers of both good and evil, he's the he keyblade master. He gets a new keyblade, yeah. He gets that, but he also has the bonus of being the only person with character growth, and so trying to learn from his mistakes is why he gets to be a master. Okay, yeah. so follow up. Sure. How how come then Sora gets to just turn? How come keyblades are everything with a key? Are just anything with a key keychain attached to it? Like, how do gun keyblades happen? That's well, ex- that's not covered in the canon at all. Actually, it is, because all you need to do to change a Keyblade is attach a proper keychain to it. That's what you're right, getting right, in each right, world. I mean, it's not like there are extra keys around. Yeah, that. I mean, that's just never, like... It happens, certainly, because you collect them from people, but only Sora is ever shown doing it. No, it happens in um, Unchained as well. Oh, yeah, okay, I guess you are right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still weird because nobody ever, like, talks about it. None of the characters discuss it. There's a lot of little uh, omake scenes about just people screwing around with putting things on chains and attaching them to the key to see what happens. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. It does sound amazing. That That's uh, now canon now, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. Oh. like, they start sticking cell phone charms and things on the key just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, oh, hey, this game is so Dream Drop Distance, they also get monsters in Dream Drop Distance. It's true. That's true. So I have one more Kingdom Hearts question sure. before, yeah. before we move on. Um, so who exactly is Aqua and why is she the best? Um, so she is the actual protagonist of uh, Birth by Sleep, and she's the mom who has to clean up after the two idiot boys. Okay. And to give you a slightly more detailed but brief summary, there are three characters in Dream Drop Distance. One is an idiot meathead, one is an amnesiac, and one is the actual person who gets to pass the exam and become a Keyblade Master. So Aqua is also a Keyblade Master? Yes. Yes. She's one of five in the series so far. Okay, who are the five? Okay, we have... We've got Yen Sid, who used to be a Master and then retired. Mickey... Aqua, Aqua's teacher, uh, Xehanort, and Riku. Okay, that's six. But well, okay. Riku is fresh. Yeah, I was I was off by one. 
So yeah, uh, as of now, most of the characters you've played as aren't actual Keyblade Masters. They're just doofs who have one. Okay. Effectively, it means you are like a level of competence and character above everyone else. Yeah. Um, They they explain that you can have the the same power level as a Master without getting the test, but somebody else who already passed the test accepts that you're good at this. Yeah. It's it's getting your, your bachelor's degree from Keyblade School. Yeah, a, a Keyblade Master is likely to clown on you, even if you're just raw power. Yeah. Um, so, so, like, using a Keyblade is, is a bachelor's, and then your master's is becoming a Keyblade Master. Yep. Yeah. This that is why Aqua right. is able to use a Keyblade and also manipulate reality effortlessly at the same time. Yeah. Whereas Sora I... just hits things. I, I really need to just play through all the Kingdom Hearts games. That's a good idea. Um, they're I have them. Available on, I like, bought them. I have the I have the PS4 remakes. Oh, okay. Then yeah, play them. They're, Here they're... is an honest tip for you, since you have all of them. Play through one. Play through Terra's story and Birth by Sleep. Play through two or Chain. Play through Ventus's, and then do Aqua's and final episode last as one. That's a good idea. Break them up just because there's a lot of repetitive uh, area. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then play 0.2 at some point, because 0.2 takes like an hour and a half. It's really good. Is and that if, like the demo for 3? Yeah. That's the one that's in 2.8 that also comes with... Uh, it basically follows up on Aqua's fate. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Aqua is in Kingdom Hell. Uh, also, it's the one with dress-up. Oh, this one is dress up. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah she she wanders through the the world of eternal darkness, but you know you could put some cat ears on her. Yeah, and then do do I get stat bonuses for that? Nope. Oh, it's just raw dress up. Oh, yeah. I was hoping like there was some weird thing where you just start attaching chains to your clothes, and then and then those get more powerful because because uh, that's no, how. But, like you even get to like just change the color of her outfit. Yeah, if you played kinda... Lightning Returns and messed with that customization, it's that. It's that. Okay. I love this. Um, I really hope that that carries into 3, because the outfits they've shown so far look kind of shitty. Oh man, if you can start recoloring Sora. <laughs> right? Because um, yeah, So Nomura's new thing, now that the PS4 can do it, is that he really wants every character to have plaid. <laughs> it's true. That's they, not even a joke. They finally created a plaid engine. So, yeah, uh, Mickey, Sora, and Riku all have plaid on their outfits now. And it looks terrible, because plaid is kind of bad. No, I'm sorry. Donald is returning to his Scottish roots. We're doing this. Yeah, okay, that part's fine. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) we finished uh, going Keyblade, a Kingdom Hearts Rewatch podcast. That might might be a thing at some point. I, I would be entirely down for that. I'm down. It's not like okay. I'm not. I don't have a bucket of blind bags. <laughs> <laughs> have I shown you that? Uh, no. No. Okay, I have to paste that into the chat. One second. This okay. will be in the show notes. Yeah, unless keep talking, it's too horrific for words. You. Um, but anyway, back in back in Japan, uh, actually, no, we're in the, the digital, digital world. world. <laughs> back in one half of the digital world. Uh, let's see. We are. Now we're with Ken, who meets Wormmon and finds out that they're partners forever. Um, which is a thing that Rio certainly didn't get. 
Uh, oh, okay. So this is actually something we can put in the show notes. That's good. Yeah, I, that, that's I like really that's like real legit things. Buy twenty of these, and they're in a bucket in my room. Nice. And and you haven't opened them yet to see what they are. No. I think we could manage like one an episode for the first, you know, twenty episodes of of this podcast that I'm entirely interested in making. We've done. Um, so anyway, uh, moving on. So we're hanging out with Rio. He meets Wormmon. Wormmon is amazing. No, no, we're hanging out with Ken, who meets oh, yeah, Wormmon. Yeah. Ken, who meets Wormmon. Um, so Ken has this weird character straight in in this game where he thinks he's useless and not the real chosen child or whatever. Which is ironic, because that's actually backwards. Right. Yeah. Ki- ki- kind of? I think um, Rio's t- a, real, a real boy. He is, child. but he's the only one ever who doesn't just immediately meet his partner, which is neat. And, you know, he keeps having to steal other people's. Real's just the, the decade of, of Digimon. Oh, I knew you were oh, going yeah. to say it, and I didn't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Digimon is pretty toku. I'm True. into it. I mean, especially uh, season four, just like straight up. Yeah. Well, now I have to see this. Yeah, season four is just straight up. They 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 henshin. Season four is just a sentai. Is this like the time where in the later Battle Network anime they all started turning into their avatars in the real world? Yes, it's one hundred percent that. It is. It is yeah. like that. That got um, weird. It that anime got wild compared to the games. Yeah. I mean, but like the fuck what were the sequels to Battle Network called? I can't remember. Uh, Star Force. Yeah, Star Force got fucking weird. Yeah, I I started playing Star Force, but I didn't like the battle system as well. So, like, Star Force Three is really where it hits its stride. Okay. Anyway, um, I feel like we should talk about Digimon for at least five minutes in this episode. <laughs> I'm I'm having a lot of fun talking about <laughs> Jason things. Yeah. It's okay. I, I'm Once we get to I the don't. third game's plot, we'll be more on topic. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, so they, Ken goes around, he feels like he's not a real boy. Um, I feel like there's a little bit of a different abilities between them because Rio, once again, can't evolve uh, his his Vmon, uh, but Vmon is sort of stuck in the party, so it just ends up being the guy who throws items at people. I mean, don't you just use the the, the Digimental then on Vman? Um, I'm unclear on whether or not that works, uh, because I've seen in one place on the internet that Vman just can't evolve at all, but I've seen other way- places that you totally can. I can find okay. an answer to this. Now. So I'll have to play the game at some point and find out. Um, but anyway, uh, so you use uh, the Digimentals that you find. You actually find pieces of them, and you take them to Centaurmon, who turns them into real Digi eggs? Uh, yeah, they can't go anywhere further until post game. Yeah. Oh, okay, that would explain it. Yep. Um, but you can use the Digimentals to either increase your Digimon's stats, or if it's the right Digimon, aren't we evolve them? Which is neat. Okay. Uh, they end up, the, the pieces of the real Digimental they need is the Digimental of, what sort is it? I think it's maybe Passion? 
Is that what it was? That would okay. certainly fit with the really weird gay undertones. Mm. <laughs> like that's not even a joke. That's just that's just what happens. I yeah. Uh, I'm going to Google this thing that's from this guide and regret it. Man, this is this is weird. Digimental of Desire. There we go. I was close. Um, so they're they're going back and forth finding the Digimentals of the Digimental of Desire pieces, like you do. Right. Um, and then after Ken beats his boss, I don't remember who it is. We switched over to Rio for a bit. Um. Uh, then yeah, they end up switching a total of, of four times, so you end up with with two parts of each. Um, okay. The last part is uh, in so there's this door that shows up in uh, Primary Village that can only be unlocked with the Digimental of Desire, and it brings sure. you into the dream world created by Millennium Mon's mind. So you're going to a third digital world. Yeah, it's sort of, it's very Kingdom Hearts, like Kingdom Hearts 2, where you go into the, the Kingdom Hearts that Xemnas made. I don't remember this, and I played these games. Uh, it's you at don't the end remember of the, the giant door at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 that you walk through to go to the final boss? Yeah, so that, that's after everybody gets a Keyblade in like those four hours of cutscenes? Yeah. Yeah, okay. this is the part where the two Yaoi boys are fighting a dragon. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much that. Because really, Kingdom Hearts seems like it's borrowing a lot from this game. Um, so they go in, uh, because something something special powers, uh, Ken is useless in there, so even though they're traveling together, uh, Ryo has to do all of the fighting. Well, yeah, because Ryo has the D3. Yeah, that's fine. It's supposed to be something something special bond to Millennium Mon. Well, yeah, they have the same power. Yeah. They talk about um, that in the next game. They don't talk about that until the next game, but yeah. Also, um, at this point, uh, Millennium Mon is starting to get very subtexty about Ryo in the dialogue, according to one guide. Yeah, he really is. Um, if nothing else, he's like super kind of weirdly respectful to Ryo and then just tells Ken to fuck off and die. More or less literally. As um, one does. Yeah. He, he loves know. he loves Rio and hates Ken. Right. Um but uh they, they beat Millennium Mon again. Um it's just a battle. Um then in in the final thing, Millennium Mon releases the Dark Seeds, which is gonna turn Rio evil and together they'll conquer the universe. But Ken jumps in front of the bullet. Yeah. And that's how O2 happens. Yep. Also, this is ripping off Gradius. Okay, yeah. That's how every Gradius game ends. You destroy the Dark Lord bacteria, and it explodes into bits, and when those hit a planet or something, they get converted to a new one. Okay. Uh, we get a flash forward to after the next game, um, where Ken is at the Dark Ocean dipping his... Uh, D his regular Digivice in the water and it turns into a black D3. And then um, he becomes the Digimon Kaiser. Yep. Um, but he says he's going to be different from Millennium on. He's going to be the Kaiser. 
Um, right. Which is interesting, because Millennium Mod isn't controlling him, it just make him evil. Right. Uh, and Warm Mon has a little narration at the ending saying that Ken has become cold, and uh, but that he's going to protect him until Ken becomes gentle again. Which he does. Wormmon's a good man. Yeah, he's um, he's sort of an abused wife. I mean, he's got some battered wife syndrome, is I guess what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, he's a good man though. Oh yeah, he's adorable. He's maybe the best partner. So, can I start off the next game's story because this is the best and dumbest thing? Yeah, if go for it. you'd like. Okay, so all that crap happens, and now we're on to afterwards, when Ken's cool again and still Ryo's friend, despite never mentioning him at all in the show. But Yeah, this is still before the show. Oh, okay, so this is all still before... Okay, got it. Yeah, so Ken is laid up in bed, uh, still sick from the, the thing happening. Gotcha, so Ken is turning evil, but not evil yet. I thought this was, like, after he was good. Got it. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, because of the flash forward, that's, that's unclear, but yeah, this is before he's gone totally evil. So, this game begins with Ryo going, yo, bro, you okay? And Ken's like, hey, you know, there's a weird Facebook quiz out there. You want to take this for me? <laughs> and Ryo's like, sure, yeah, I, I know you can't use a mouse right now because you just got shot in the neck. Um, so as a result, he takes this quiz and a beast comes out of it and jacks him. And then Ken is just left alone in bed shivering. Pretty much. And that's yeah. where the game begins. Um, you know how in, in the Mega Man Battle Network things where you can press the L button and talk to whichever one you're not playing as? Yeah. yeah. That's Ken. <laughs> ah, okay. Because uh, you you consult him for advice throughout this game through through the D terminal, yeah, which is the new <laughs> digi digital device that Rio gets this game. Gotcha. Yeah, it's weird because they they treat it like it's a digi device. I think maybe he just also still has uh, the D three. I like to think that he just has the D terminal. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Uh, we'll have to play the games at some point and find out. Um, but anyway, so Genai shows up. I'm now just imagining this child carrying a router around. Yeah. Uh, well, the T-Terminal is more like a Palm Pilot. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow, that takes me back. It, the wiki specifically says its primary use is to allow instant messaging between the DigiDustin. Yeah, that's, that's, that's entirely true. You use it to text. Uh, you also use it to store your DigiX. Yeah. Obviously. You can do that, too. Um, what's weird is they clarify in O2 that none of that was planned. It was just helpful. The sort Holy like Beast how AOL did not know you'd be able to, to become instant messenger, but it did. Yeah. Also, AOL instant messenger doesn't exist anymore, and that makes me feel very old. Pour one out for AOL. Yeah, I used AOL instant messenger for a long time after anyone else did, though. I used AOL instant messenger until the day it died. Yeah, me too. One thing, it was really cool because you could just send uh, free SMS messages. Yeah, and I would also use it to share Patreon rewards with my wife easily. Me. Yeah. Anyway, so yep, yeah, poor poor AIM. We heard the new year. Yep. 
Um, but anyway, so Genai shows up. Every single person he meets in this game is complicit in this massive lie. Um, because they tell him that the four, three of the four holy beasts, uh, are turned evil and are gonna try and take over the world, and the fourth one is gonna partner up with whoever wins this tournament. And that's what the Facebook quiz was for, is to figure out which one you got. Yeah. Which is interesting. So it means obvious in retrospect that. So I presume the holy beasts are a thing? Yeah, um, they're these four gods, uh, um, basically the four gods of Kyoto, if you want That's to That's what I was up. about to ask you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't come up in the show, but they can actually all fuse together into the god at the center. I don't know whether I should make a Shin Megami Tensei joke or a 2DX joke right now. I think you just made both. Um, Let's go with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Holy Beasts are a thing. Uh, they call them the Sovereigns or the... What is it in O2? Mm. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, so they... Uh, they... Yeah, the... the it's weird because it doesn't actually matter which one that that you get. It has no impact on the game, how you answer the questionnaire. Um, but anyway, the other three are said to be evil, which if you're a person who ever restarted the game, uh, that's a pretty good tip-off that this isn't true. Huh. Um, and so then, uh, then a bunch of other tamers come and start telling Rio to fuck off. And then they give him... Oh, then they do give him the, the D-Terminal, which is just his new div- Digivice, I guess. And that means he right. can talk to Ken. I, I like that this game is just like the tournament arc. Yeah, yeah. And also the Everybody Hates Rio arc. Like, seriously, yeah. just for no reason, a bunch of people he's never met start picking on him. Poor Rio. Thanks for trying to save the world, asshole. This sounds really irritating to play as I look over this. <laughs> you start having um, so to do then, dungeons to make the tournament progress. Yeah. So then there's a tournament, which is exactly like the other two games, in that you just go into a place and do some battles. But it's JRPG battles, so you can just press A more. That's true. On the other hand, that first game where you could just tell the game to play itself. Yeah, I guess. Um... Mm. So, yeah, then um, he starts to win. He meets uh, a bunch of the, uh, mainly the O1 characters, and then I think maybe also Willis. In the of last course. time in the canon that Willis ever shows up. What's um, this talking weird. about Willis? Yeah. You don't want to know. Okay, I won't. Yeah, he's a self-insert character in the movie. I thought Ryo was a self-insert character. There can be multiple ones. All right, all right. Um, yeah, so so everybody likes Ryo when he wins the tournament. Mimi says he's cute. Uh, the last person you fight is Ty, and then they reveal that they've just been completely fucking with him this whole time. Ty will actually let you win and throw the game if you take longer than 10 minutes to beat him. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. I did not know that part. That's that's yes. great, and I'm going to have to do that. 
If you beat Ty just before the 10-minute time limit, you're golden and the victory scene proceeds as expected. He congratulates you and says you are expected to be the warrior all along. This dialogue occurs even after you survive the limit and Taichi lets you win. <laughs> That's great. Um, so then they explain that the entire thing was a training program to make Ryo stronger. Which... So then why did those random kids tell him to fuck off? Was that also part of the training? So it was it was to build the hatred within him so he would turn it into power. Ah, uh, okay. Because Digimon is also Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, so so they explain that not even the four holy beasts can take on this this particular evil. And oh, by the way, it's Millennium Mon again. But this time he's evolved. He's Moon Millennium Mon. And, also, they uh, don't uh, tell you who it is until you get into the final dungeons. Yeah. Um, let me look up because they spell Moon Millennium Mon in a really stupid way. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, um, for one thing, the space is an equal sign. Yeah. I'm into that. Um, I guess that's, uh, I thought there was another weird character stuck in, but it's Moon equal Millennium Mon. I mean, death equals adder has been a thing for years. I don't remember that one. That's, okay. that's Golden Axe. Um, according to the wiki here, Moon Equal Millennium Mon is an evil god Digimon whose name designs are derived from Moon Dash Millennium Mon. <laughs> it is a soul Digimon that exists within Millennium Mon's inner world. As a result of Millennium Mon's dark spirit becoming a Digimon, it does not possess a fixed form, and although it often takes the shape of a crystal... It seems that the hatred and anger it feels against those who oppose it cause it to change shape. So, but in... So, I'm looking at its its other thing, and apparently it can also be an anime girl? Yeah, yeah, like, you know, when it's also a nene. Wait, okay, that makes the whole romantic thing even weirder. I didn't see that part. Um. That, so, that's a character from the... Season six anime's manga. Okay. She gets she gets uh so different canon. Alright, cool. But it's still canonical because everything's canonical with Rio. Yep. Um yeah, because Rio can totally just show up there if he wants to. Um uh, in order to defeat Moon Millennium Mon, you first have to defeat regular Millennium Mon, which is its true form, but it's likely there are virtually no Digimon up to that task. Even if Millennium Mon is somehow defeated, it is said that Moon equal Millennium Mon will separate from its now dead physical form and be revived throughout space and time. You know, like you do. <laughs> what a sentence. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. This article is saying that you can just get Moon Millennium Mon in Tag Tamers. I'm into it. Huh. Uh, oh, he is actually also the final boss of Tag Tamers, which our summary didn't mention. Um, and when you defeat him in this one, the crystal breaks and he becomes Zed Millennium Mon. Zed spelled with an X. I've seen uh, that Z spelled, spelled like, with a Z. I've seen that name spelled in three different ways. Let's not even put that into. Yeah, yeah. At least this wiki has X E E D. One spelled it X I Y D. 
Oh, don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Don't ever do that. Told you. Um. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to Exceed Digi uh, in, in another game. Uh, the end of Season 2. Huh. Um, so let's see. So... Then, yeah, he gets forced to go fight. He, he's forced to get into the Ava again. Um, he, Rio, get he, in the Ava, or we'll have to make Niles do it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Rio, even though he's lied to and feels, you know, awful, uh, agrees to go do it. Uh, there is a flashback, I believe, to him being threatened by Devimon. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Like, they're legit going into the, yeah, we turned him into a child soldier, and it's completely ruined his life. Yeah. Um, if this kid yeah. ever shows up on camera, he's basically going to be, like, the Vietnam vet of Digimon. Yeah, he, Tamers. He really pretty much is in Tamers, yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't know he was. Wow. Um, yeah. They find him in the digital world where he's like, I can't go home because I have this crazy violent Digimon that will just kill everybody. Well. Also, he yeah. has to whip it with a whip made out of light that comes out of his Digivice. Which yeah. I guess maybe everybody can do. It's a little unclear. And then and then he fuses with it to become Justice Man? Yeah. Obviously. So wait, there are Digimon who are actually part people? Um, so, <laughs> so in season three, uh, the main three people and also Ryo are able to fuse with their Digimon partner and just become a Digimon. Okay, okay. Wow. Uh, and the dub being the dub, they just have this, the two different voice actors say the same lines and then overtalk them. Huh. Whereas in, in the original, they just have a new voice actor. Um, wow, I wish you had told me this sooner. I could have made such beautiful body horror with this. Oh, you, you'll have a chance, but it's not for another year. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so he goes. He goes into the last dungeon where Moon Millennium Mon is hanging out. Um, but wait, back back to Tamer super quick. Isn't isn't Rio also canonically super good at card games? Yes, yes. What? Before before because he, he is leaves, the only one who could beat Rika. Yeah, um, I guess before his digi egg that he gets at the end of this, uh, at the end of the last game hatches, he just hangs out in the Tamer's world and becomes card game champion. So this dude's just running around on Greed Island. <laughs> I was gonna go with Yugi, but okay. Wow. He's the king of card games. They they call him the king. This dude is trapped in a digital world playing card games all the time. No, this is Greed Island. Uh, no, he um in the Tamers universe he's in the real world. Oh, okay. Playing card okay. games. And then he goes into the digital world to not play card games and hang out with real Digimon. Alright, never mind, my metaphor fell apart. Yeah, that's fine. Um But he is still Yugi. Okay. Yu-Gi-Oh, okay? Uh, hey! <laughs> so then, uh... We go, we go through the final dungeon, and the Moon Millennium Mon reveals before the final battle that he and Ryo share the same power, which is why only Ryo can defeat him. 
And then after that, after you beat him, he says that he and Rio are shadow and light, and that neither one of them can exist without the other, and that if he dies, Rio dies with him. Then there's an explosion, and they're both blown out of normal time and space. Every time Millennium Mon explodes or makes something explode, bad things happen to reality. He blows up a mountain and the digital world forks. Then he blows up and he knocks them out of space-time. Yeah. Um, so the very last thing that happens in the game, the screen fades out to Ken's room, where Ken is talking to Genai through the, the computer D-terminal thing. Uh, and he insists that Ryo will come back someday, as Ryo seems to have a knack for returning unexpectedly. And thinks to himself on the subject of Ryo, quote, One week has passed since then. Ryo-san has not returned yet. It seems that he has not returned to the digital world either, according to Genai's emails. Though everyone else is worried, I am not. I feel, surely Ryo is out on a new adventure. I don't have any evidence for it, but I believe it. Unlike me, he is a true tamer. No matter what happens, on what world, so long as it's a digital world, surely there is someone who needs Ryo's help. So I think it's true. I hope, no matter how many years it takes, that we will meet again. By the way, they never do. Okay, that's messed up for about five reasons. Can I just go into this? <laughs> go for it. A, Ken is slowly turning evil at this point. So as he's doing this, he's thinking, man, my buddy's out there and he's going to help everyone sometime. So that's screwed up. B, we just revealed this dude vanished from history. So what the fuck do his parents think? What are they doing? We know he has parents. They said, wow, our kid has a thousand-yard stare already. Then there's the fact that everyone is just like, nah, it's cool. He'll come back. And does anyone know that he's also bound to the other thing? Because if he comes back, that means Satan is coming with him. That's unclear. Okay. And also, is Ken writing fan fiction about his friend? Oh, wherever he is, he's out on an adventure. I'm sure I'll just like. What? I'm sure he's not dead. I have no evidence that he's not dead. But I'm sure it's fine. What? This is nuts! <laughs> yeah. I, and I love that they never meet again. Like, Man. Jesus. Digimon's weird. Yeah. Yes! Especially these games, where they can just do all the weirdest stuff they want to. I, I want anime of these games. And then the entire basis of Zero Two just assumes you've played these games and know exactly what's going on. That's also really weird. Because Ken does not get backstory until episode, like, 25. And these aren't even, like, budget games, despite their short length. Yeah, no, it's, it's so weird. It's one of my favorite things about Digimon, that these games exist. This is nuts. And we haven't gone into the last one. That that one doesn't take place until after O2, or maybe it takes place at the same time. It's not. It doesn't really matter once you're outside of space-time. God, so he's in a different digital world entirely again? Yes. So in the last game, he ends up in a completely different digital world, and then at the end, uh, it's implied that he's allowed to just kind of pick where and when he wants to go, so he goes to season three. So not only did he GitHub the whole digital world, he's the admin now. Yeah. Yes. Whoa! 
Ah. This is insane. <laughs> I feel like it's Frank Grimes right now. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a joke Garrett doesn't get. Yeah, that's a joke I don't get. You, you live in a mansion with your roasts and your family. I went into space once. <laughs> Is this a Simpsons thing? Yes. Yeah. Got it. It's maybe the best episode of Simpsons. I'm Rio Takaluka. Look at me. I can grab these power cords without... <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I think we broke That's an accomplishment. It really is. I... This is... The, I was... I thought you were telling me about, like, a lot of different stuff about this, but then you're like, no, there's a whole shadow thing that's just going on the whole time behind the scenes, and oh, it's Digigod. <laughs> it's the other Digigod. The that's other? Important. Yes. Uh, we'll get to that in the last game, but there's uh, there are two Digigods, one out in the open, one in the shadows, and it exists so that in case the digital world is ever facing imminent collapse in all space-times, it can happen. <laughs> How often does that happen? They needed to make this failsafe. <laughs> this is a reasonable question to which there is no answer. Does that mean this dude is just going to be stuck as a teenager eternally, like popping back in and forth out of time to do this? Possibly, possibly. Oh my god! Uh, they bring up it fairly uh, obliquely in the the. Of in Tamers, that yeah, he still has the ability to just go to any space time he wants to, and offers to take the other kids home, and they're just like, nah. Bah! Rio's the best is... character. He just breaks everything else about the canon. Oh my yep. god! This is kind of horrifying. <laughs> Alright, well... I think that's, uh, I think that pretty much covers the game. This is horrifying. <laughs> um, we've just broken, we've just broken Fletch. I think we need a new segment. Uh, okay, sure. Um, here, if you are, this question takes on a darker tone because I wrote this one before we started this. Uh, they throw you into a tournament designed to train you to face your shadow. What? do they do instead of have you battle? What's your challenge? Why can't my battle be a JRPG? I mean, it can. I just didn't know if that would fit you perfectly. Are you going to go through grinding dungeons and then fighting your friends? Yeah, probably. Okay. Sporky? Um... I think I go through years of self-loathing where I try and pretend to be a guy. So, like, you're battling the different uh, spectrums of gender? Yeah. Okay. 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 That that's So that was a downer. Man, now I'm really just imagining the character design on that one. Pick a number two, three, six, or eight. Let's say three. Oh, hey, we're roboting again. Trace. 
You guys can't see it, but I'm doing the robot. <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely roboting going on. Three. Are you what was back that? now, Fletcher? Apparently it's three. Okay. <laughs> Please include whatever his audio said. Okay, so three we'll says, see. How do you do, fellow kids? While we are in this hallowed hall of learning, I wanted to rap about something with you all. Reading the hot new digi-trend of a Maramanga, or superhero stories, I know, it's a weird and foreign thing, has made me realize every character in a story comes from an initial tragedy that drives them on to be a hero or a villain. What tragedy drives the digi-destiny? Bonus question, what tragedy is the heart at the heart of each, insert, current name, or for host group here, members past? Uh, I think I already just answered the bonus question. Um, hmm. Tragedy that drives the digi-destined. Summer camp. Yeah. yeah Can they I are tell you a summer camp band. story? Go for it. <laughs> Once upon a time, I went I to a summer in camp. Love. And there was a midget in my class who we proceeded to absolutely hate each other for the whole time we were there. And then on the final day, we had to clean up the cabins before we left, got in a sword fight with toilet brushes, and became friends for years until he died. Oh. There's my summer camp story. Up until that last second, that was kind of a cute story. He was a sweet fellow who always thought that you could do the thriller dance to every song until I introduced <laughs> him to prog rock. All right. And then he was like, oh my god, what is this beat? I can't... No. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. That's cute. I thought you'd like that. Um. Okay, so Garrett, why don't you answer the bonus question first? Uh, what is your deep inner tragedy? What is... I... Hmm. Hmm. I don't... I don't know. My deep tragedy has yet to happen yet. Ah, uh, this explains why you're stuck in a... St no, I'm not going to go that dark. <laughs> no. No. Um. Let's see. Okay, so for the kids themselves, um, the O one one kids, they kind of have an explicit arc about that. Sora thinks her mom hates her. Ty feels terrible about almost killing his sister. His sister is just there. Um, I'm a lady. Izzy's adopted. Yep, yep. Uh, Joe has shitty parents. Who never get better, actually. Men, TK, have to deal with divorce stuff. Yep. Um, and the O2 kids, their final episode just explicitly says what theirs is. Um, wow. Yoli because, doesn't have any problems. Yeah, Yoli doesn't have any. She's she's great. Uh, Daisuke has the terrible tragedy of not yet owning a noodle cart. <laughs> Don't worry, though. He will. <laughs> he, he fixes that. That, you think that's a joke, but no. Um, <laughs> Still canon. Let's see. Iori, his dad's dead. Uh, what was TK's? Divorce stuff. 
Yeah, I thought he maybe had... Oh, yeah, that's right, because his, his thing is just everybody's having dinner together and not hating each other, and it's not awkward at all. And that's just sad. Uh, Ken's is these Rio games. No, yeah, well, Ken's is uh, a bunch of Digimon beat the hell out of him. Yeah, these Rio games. A little bit. Uh, but yeah, I, that's real fucked up that, that his his dream where everything is perfect is just people telling him he's a shitty person and beating the hell out of him. Hmm. But it's fine, because he gets, he gets married and becomes a detective. That's true. Wait, seriously? How many anime does that happen in? <laughs> I don't know, but it's another one of those things I want them to make a show about, because uh, just just Ken and Stingmon being buddy cops, and then also... I, I really want Yoli to be like the Oracle to his Batman, though. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the Overwatch to his Arrow, but that's fine. Oh, yeah, sure, that, that works, too. The DC parallel also works. <laughs> Love me some Arrow before that show got really bad. Yeah, me too. I, I had to quit when they nuked a small country. Wait, what? Yeah. It was a small town. It was just outside DC. What? Yeah. <laughs> when the fuck did that happen? Season four. Yeah, it was the, like two episodes before the end of season four. I didn't get that far into season four. I think I stopped before that. Good. That's fine. Damien Dark was a bad. Was was really the end of the show. That was such a terrible year. I watched like I watched like Kim propose, and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna forget to watch this now. Yeah. <laughs> um. But hey, the Flash is still pretty good. I the instant Kevin Smith directed, I was out. Yeah, that that's fair. Oh, Supergirl. Supergirl is the best superhero show. The the one we need, not the one we deserve. I need to try the that. instant Kevin Smith directed an episode. Fletch was out. It's uh, it's pretty lesbian. I I have been told it is rather lesbian. And sometimes just beats you over the head with how explicitly feminist it is. Well, yeah, it hired Callista Flockhart. Yeah. Like, sometimes the characters will just have a discussion about whether or not they're being good feminists. You know, that's not the stupidest thing I've seen on a TV show. That's fair. But keep in um, mind, I watch some real garbage. Yeah, I'm aware. Hey, can I tell you about an 80s sitcom? Go for it. So I've been revisiting a bunch of bootlegs to start up writing about them for the site. And one of them is a collection of an old 80s sitcom called Whoops. Which is, again, a comedy about what if Gilligan's Island, except it's after the apocalypse, and nukes went off, and there are only about eight survivors. Like, this is a show where the Christmas episode is Santa is traumatized, delivers gifts to their house, and then relays the story of how he sealed himself in a vault and listened to Mrs. Claus and the elves die outside. Okay. Comedy. What the fuck? This aired on Fox. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, there's an episode about whether or not the straw feminist who lives in their commune uh, is actually being a good feminist when she finds a irradiated crystal that enhances her boobs and it makes her the center of attention. I what? This is an actual show. Those are words. Yeah. Well, um, 
What? Yeah. Just think, I relayed, Admin stuff. I relayed that perfectly fine, but Digimon is what made me have that reaction. Eh. Uh, we're on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com. We're also on Twitter at goingdigitalpod, which is Sporky's secret Twitter account. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes. You can send us email to thericeballnetwork.com, so on and so forth. Sporky, tell us about Going Charitable, even though I think it may have I, I already think Going happened. Charitable ended yesterday, um, and hopefully it was a big success. But yes, Going are... Charitable ended yesterday. And um, from the far distant past of March 11th, I can tell you that it was great. We had a lot of fun. And uh, that you should have all come and joined us if you didn't. And if you did, great. Oh, oh hey, hey, Fletch. Yo. Uh, I guess you get to name us. Yeah, okay. I, th- I thought I was actually banned from this after the last time, so... Uh, w- we'll there is subject chance. to you telling you no. Okay. Then in that case... The Digiblade Masters. Okay. Alright. There. Like uh, I said, I'm only terrible in October. That is the pact I made. That's fair. I can agree to this. Um, you know when not to invite me back. <laughs> no, I, I think we will invite you back at that point. Uh, oh, uh, I don't think we mentioned that you can find us on the Twitters at at uh, Going Digital Pod. You I did. mean, I did do that. Okay, you said well, it was I your secret Twitter. Ah, that's what it was. Um, sorry, I got distracted by just the single horniest uh, generator we've ever had. Well, now I'm sold. Wait, what? Gentlemen, I've been to communicate time recording uh, this special video games themed episode of Going Digital with Digimon Rewatch podcast, and I hope we do it again soon. Listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until you do, keep your finger between Miyako and keep milking Tucker. <laughs> We've come full circle from my terrible <laughs> opening to this show. <laughs> the the Digivolution will not be infected by a dark seed of Millennium Man that then turns someone evil into the Digimon Emperor. I got nothing this time. Yeah, good night. Good time. And stop?